DDCO at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we are coming at you with a recap of the Friday, July 29th game at Guaranteed Rate Field. It was the Oakland Athletics versus the Chicago White Sox. Uh, We got all the action from that, but first, uh, it is episode number 171. So Jeremy, let's hear about your number 171 guy. Well, Jack, I, I, you know, after all we've talked about on this podcast, uh, even dating back from uh, season one, I, I couldn't help but pick Rick Sutcliffe. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Red Red Baron, the Red Baron himself. Um, you know, I think we, I think the one thing is that we we have talked a lot about Rick Sutcliffe, so we don't need to uh, rehash too much. But um, uh, he was a great pitcher for the Cubs, uh, came coming over in 1984 for the pennant run. Uh, he was. Uh, <clears throat> 16 and 1 for the Cubs, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, to uh, give him a 20 and 6 record overall in 1984. Um, and just like, you know, he was like the first Cubs ace that I knew as a child. Um, so uh, he'll always have a, you know, a special place for me in that regard. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a bit of a ne'er do well, a miscreant kind of like just goofy uh party guy you know even at age 66 it seems like um and uh you know i mean uh so yeah so he uh, had a 171 wins career 408 era so it kind of you know kind of jumped up there a little bit but uh 374 with the cubs so uh clearly his best run um of action there with the cubs um so yeah catch him on cubs you know, broadcast. If the Cubs ever got rid of Jim Deshays, uh, Sutcliffe would be like the only guy that I would want them to replace him with. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, of course, go back and listen to the drunk Rick Sutcliffe uh, going uh, into the uh, San Diego Padres booth during a game. It's like maybe one of the best pieces of baseball audio ever in the history of recorded uh, media. So there you go. That's Rick Sutcliffe. Yeah, Jeremy, what, I, what was that one quote? I've been thinking about this one a lot lately when he's like, Greatest city in the world, man. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that what he says? Mud. He's like, Mud, what's the greatest city in the world? And he's like, right here. He's like, San Diego. That's right, Mud. Like, something <laughs> like that. But, yeah, talking to Mudcat mud Grant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we actually, we also ran into Rick Sutcliffe earlier this season leaving a game. Uh, yep. Jeremy, you asked him for an autograph, uh, but he uh, just said, no, so can't, like, I can't right now, guys. He was walking down the street. Uh, it's weird that a guy like Rick Sutcliffe could just walk down Clark Street right after a Cubs game, uh, or would be willing to do so. He's a, he is a big guy. He's a hard guy to miss. Yep. Yeah, six seven. Um, yep. It's weird. I didn't I didn't feel like he was six seven when we when we met him, but sure. obviously, yeah, definitely tall. But um, yeah, I know. I hope to run into him again uh, one of these days. I'm sure he'll do like a card a signing at an autograph show or something. But it would also be cool to get his autograph for free. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope, uh, I gotta, I think I, I'm, I've started carrying a Sutcliffe card on me now, just in case he's at the ballpark. Um, nice. So, so yeah. So yeah, that's Rick Sutcliffe. Call. Uh, yeah, well, that's a good one, Jeremy. My, uh, 171 guy is also a Richard. Uh, it's Richard yeah. Hidalgo. Nice. I'm glad you picked him because that's the guy I wanted to pick. 
Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so 171 home runs in his career. Uh, he he kind of seemed like a, a, a failed Jermaine Dye. Um, Jeremy, as your friend Mark once described himself as a failed musician, uh, <laughs> which I thought was incredibly funny. Um, yeah, R- Richard Hidalgo is like a, a failed, uh, like a, a just... Like, I don't know. Like, he seems like a guy, like, he, he would be in that Jermaine Dye type of category where he was, like, a really good right fielder who could hit for power. But he only had a, a couple of seasons that were actually good. Um, yeah. His 2000 season, uh, he had 44 home runs, 122 RBIs, and he hit 314. Somehow he still only finished 20th in MVP voting. I think it's because the Astros stunk that year. Uh, he had a couple other years of 25-plus uh, homers. And then he just kind of faded away. He didn't play after age 30. Um, uh, I think I, I read on his Wikipedia that he tried to come back an independent ball a couple times. He may have had like a degenerative knee issue. But okay. um, uh, yeah, he just seems like he had a lot of promise, but he, uh, you know, he just never really was able to live up to it. Yeah, for sure. He's he's a guy that like I remember like his name popped up for me a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, my God. Or like, I don't know, just recently. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about Richard Hidalgo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think he was probably, I think he was pretty good against the Cubs as I recall. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely had that one big season and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, that, that would make sense. It seems like something, some sort of injury price, uh, you know, uh, cut his career short because, um, he, you know, he was on a trajectory to keep playing for a couple more years at least. So, um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, I guess 171 homers over nine years is pretty pretty good, pretty respectable. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it certainly is. Was he in the lineup that day uh, when um, uh, uh, the Kerry Wood Kerry Wood 20 strikeout game? I don't, uh, I don't recall. Um, okay, yeah, I don't recall. I, I could try to do some quick research yeah. on that, but uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Anyway, in, interesting. You know, he he was uh, he would have been on the team during that era. So who's to say if he was on the twenty five man at that point? But uh, you know, I, it, it's definitely on the table. Yeah, for sure. Um, he seemed like he might have been good for a couple of strikeouts there. So <laughs> yeah, sure. right. Um, so yeah, that, that's my, uh, that's my guy, Jeremy. Um, so, uh, yeah, those are, those are pretty good ones. Two Richards. Sometimes we have two Cubs or two Brewers. Uh, today we had, uh, two guys with the same name. Uh, didn't, didn't necessarily use it the same way though. Um, so with that being said, should we jump into, uh, the White Sox game? We should. Uh, real quick, Jackie, it looks like he was not, um, in that, um, not in the, uh, in that game, just, just pulled it up really quick. So, um, I'm not sure if he was on the roster yet at that point or like, you know, on the big league club, but, uh, did not appear in that 20 strikeout game. Sure. That was 98, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. He would have been just getting started. His rookie year was 97, I think. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's move on to the, uh, the White Sox game. Uh, this was game number 98 for the White Sox home game. Number 49. Got my scorecard here with me and it, uh, it actually says that. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, interesting, uh, both teams almost at hundred games, White Sox came in at 49 and 49. Um, and it was Lollapalooza weekend in Chicago as well. Yeah, it sure was. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, had we, had we known that I was saying to Jack on the way back, um, you know, maybe I, uh, maybe would have tried to pick a, a different time to go <laughs> to go to a game because, um, so like if for anyone who doesn't know, um, the, the down, downtown, uh, where, Lollapalooza happens basically uh is just a complete shit show utter shit show yeah and like it's not just that there's a lot of people but the people are fucking unbearable they're just oh, like yeah. little shitty f- piss ants um so uh so yeah like uh 
you don't want to be um you don't want to have to deal with those people on the train um if you recall like i think lala happened maybe in 2020 and there were like photos of like uh just like kids like packed into like the 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 trains um in chicago and it was people were like what you know thought we were supposed to be doing social distancing um uh, so yeah, the, the, it sucks. It sucks. So um, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that later on the on the ride home. But uh, but yeah, that's what was going on in the city uh, at the time we were down there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what? Um, I was walking through Wrigleyville yesterday. What what's the mustache crawl? Have you heard of this? Ugh, no, I don't know. That's I mean, it's it, probably it like just... a summer version of tea box i guess yeah that that's what it seemed like but it was just thousands and thousands of uh just drunk people in there 20 something drunk people in wrigleyville at like three in the afternoon yesterday it was it was just awful that's Um, that's interesting because we had our block party um (laughs) yesterday and two guys walked by wearing must like t-shirts with mustaches on them so i bet they were at that so yeah definitely um uh yeah uh so it was it was bad it's it's not a great weekend to, to be in chicago uh for sure uh, yeah. Anyway, by, uh, by the yeah. way, the whole the whole like mustache movement of like I feel like of like the mid two thousands or whatever mm-hmm. like w- was so stupid and like it made me never like want to like grow facial hair like I I would like I like I like uh, rejected the whole concept. I mean it's still going on, um, but like yeah, what like what a stupid arbitrary thing to like make your identity. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, like, yeah, who are you, Fred Goldman or something? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I actually, yeah, I was thinking about maybe growing a mustache, but uh, it's a little basic at this point, so I don't know if I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Jeremy, we got uh, we got to the game. Um, once again, you created some fake tickets for us, but uh, it turned out to be a waste of time because they didn't even look at them, which yeah. is, uh, yeah. The, the fucking kid who um, was, uh, he was probably pissed he was in at Lollapalooza or whatever, but just yeah. some kids standing there, like, by the by the entrance to the 100 level, supposed to be scanning tickets, and, like, he was pretty much only scanning tickets for people who would stop and show him the tickets. Like, he wasn't asking anyone. Like, nope. I saw two people, there were four people in front of us, two groups of two, and, like, one group of guys, like, just walked in, and then, like, the people next to them stopped and showed the tickets, and I'm like, okay, he's not checking it's one of those things if you don't look him in the eye he's not going to ask you and so yeah i just walk just march straight forward and like you know in and out like the wind yep yeah you got you got to love it um we sat right behind home plate again not right behind but like in the section behind home plate in uh, one of the top rows uh jeremy do you want to tell people what your theory is about those seats that we always sit in or is that too private for this podcast no i think we t- i think we might have mentioned it before yeah. but it's like you know it's just like the first the last 3 rows of like uh, seats behind home plate. So like the seats, it's just like kind of like one section that goes from like, you know, uh, first row right off the field all the way up to the, like the back concourse. There's like 36 rows or something. And like the fir- the last three, they have to keep open. I th- I'm, my theory is that they keep those open for people who complain um, about their other seats and they have to, they move them to like make them happy or like something, you know, happens like there's a guy smoking or, you know, I guess that, 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 that turns out to be not really, uh, an actionable offense, but, um, but you know, whatever, like, yeah, some like person throws up on a seat, which again, that'll also come up later. <laughs> um, uh, you know, so I, the reason why I say that is because years ago, I think I said this on the podcast before, but years ago, I got free tickets uh, to a White Sox game for having like perfect attendance or whatever, and of course they give you the worst seats in the house. Mm-hmm. So they were like 
the way that the upper deck goes, it, it kind of wraps around into the outfield a little bit. And they at some point, the White Sox redid the whole upper deck, or they redid the back of the upper deck because it was, like, too steep. And people, like, were getting, like, sick, like, getting, like, vertigo sitting up there. And so, like, me, my mom, and my grandmother went there. And we, like, foolishly sat in our assigned seats. And my mom was, like, getting dizzy from being up there. So we, we, we went to someone and we're like, hey, we can't sit up there. It's just too steep. And they moved us to, like, right behind home plate to those seats. So I think that that's been a policy since the 90s. Um, and it would explain why those seats are always open. So... Sure. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a, a solid theory. Um, and anyway, uh, we sat there. We didn't. We weren't even close to getting kicked out. Uh, and we, we, you know, we sat there for eight bucks. So, uh, yeah. so you can't, you can't beat that. Um, the national anthem came on. Uh, it was ISU night. Um, uh, so that it, anyway, that, that didn't have too much of an impact. But there no, were a few I, people. Yeah, there uh, were a couple just, people just with just ISU as, swag. Just as, um, just as uh, Illini night and like Northern night or whatever, or UIC night it was, um, you know, it was a complete afterthought. It's like ISU night was also, yeah, someone threw out, someone from ISU threw out the first pitch, but it was wholly non-notable. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the national anthem, however, was, uh, there, there were a few things of note there. So, um, Jeremy, was this guy's name Ben Meehan? Yeah, the, the national anthem was sung by Ben Meehan. Jack, how would you say he was like twenty years old or something? Yeah, he was like twenty years old. He looked like a Ish. he had long uh, long hair. He looked he looked kind of like a surfer dude, um, or like somebody from like an Abercrombie and Fitch ad. That's I think that I think you nailed it with that one. Like a that, yeah. like a wannabe skater boy. Yes, definitely. Uh, and so he starts singing the anthem, and uh, you know, clearly he's he's not that good, first of all, at all. Like he shouldn't no. be. You could see him doing it in Beloit, like singing this in Beloit. <laughs> but uh, you know, this isn't major league quality. Like should be sung. Sh- this guy shouldn't be singing in front of thirty thousand people um, at a major league game. Uh, and, and one thing about him, when he was singing, he, he was clearly putting in a lot of effort. Um, and yeah. Jer- Jeremy, uh, I feel like good singers. I'm sure it, it takes a, a, a lot of a lot of effort, but um, you, you can't really, you, you know. I think I think you said this. You can't really look like you're putting in a lot of effort. This no, guy, yeah. yeah, his facial expressions. Uh, he looked like you know you know when you see an action shot of a, of a pitcher like uh, on a mound and they're throwing a ball. That's that, and and you see the pitcher's face and his you know his his mouth is twisted into weird shapes. Um, and you're like, oh man, that guy's making kind of a, a weird face. But yeah. uh, I understand Zach, because he's pitching. That's Zach what this Gallen, kid looked like. Yeah. Zach Gallen is notorious for having like a weird pitching face. I've noticed. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's just like he like sucks in his like lips, and he has like no like. like he, it's it's a weird. It looks like a it's a weird look. Um, great pitcher, but but you know he has some bad baseball cards because of because of that. Sure. Well, th- this kid looked like that while he was singing. Yeah, he looked pained. He looked like he just got like punched in the gut or something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was not good. Um, he like yeah, I just I can't even like explain it. Like he was like. And the Rockets Red Glare! Like, he was, like, <laughs> really just, like, fucking belting it out. Like, and, like, the harder he belted, the worse the singing got. Like, he actually, like, kept it together a little bit, like, yeah. at the beginning. But, you know, it's one of those things where, like, it's, you know, you can kind of tell when someone's going to, like, biff the anthem, like, be, based on how they start. You know, because sure. I think you can't start too high because it goes really high. And then, like, you know, I, people say, like, the anthem is, is tricky to sing, I guess, but... um but yeah, like this this kid had no business doing it, and like so he, his voice did crack at some point. It like, did. It I did. think on the Rockets' red glare, and like 
it was giving me like Peter Brady time to change vibes, like from the Brady Bunch, uh, when his and his voice was changing, um, and uh, you know he would have been that that would have been fitting for that uh, for that performance, but not the anthem. So, um, I I looked this guy up on Google because you know you you would think like uh, at at the major league level they would get people who are like at least recording artists or something. Um, I tried to look this guy up. There's nothing about him on Google. The name Ben Meehan, I think it might be the name of a hockey player, but that wasn't this guy. There's there's nothing about this guy. You can look up Ben Meehan, Chicago yeah. singer, uh, just Ben Meehan singer, Ben Meehan Chicago, just just absolutely nothing. He um, doesn't even have an Instagram. It's like everyone has an Instagram. That's yeah. Like, that's funny. You know, especially some guy who's like maybe presumably trying to make it as a singer. Uh, so, um, so yeah, that was bizarre. Like there was no telling who this, who this kid was or why he was, why he was singing the national anthem. Yeah. Not, not good. Yeah. Even there's even like this, I even found like, no, this kid's like, I don't know where he's from. I even found like a Ben Meehan musician, but it's not that kid. I, Um, I, yeah, I looked, I looked at that too. Yeah. There's just, just nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, um, well, uh, you know, done with done with that guy i guess but um yeah. but yeah so that happened um so then uh you know there, there was a lot of on-field festivities going on at this game uh tonight tonight um then there was um a guy they kept showing this ad for cascade um did you end up did you google cascade while you were I, at it i, I did yeah okay, I, it turns out that he's like a mormon too i think right oh, he, really yeah well what is it is that the church of the latter-day saints or whatever yeah, the hell LDS, that's more, yeah. yeah so he's a mormon and he lives like the straight edge life as they say okay sure um sure. yeah so i mean whatever that's the, those are his choices but that's uh, weird. Yeah. he's from chicago though you'd think he's from utah or something if he was I know, that, but I, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I did uh, unfortunately Google this guy as well. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I really don't know who this guy is, but I, no. I, I wouldn't know like the EDM like DJ situation, so sure. it's fine. But I'm like, I guess this guy's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah. So he's anyway. He's playing. He was there to throw out a first pitch, and because um, he's playing a concert uh, at. Uh, G-rate feel like in a couple weeks or whatever yeah. like after one of the games um, which again is like I wonder who's who the fuck is staying for that like like one like are these are the fucking like you know like train engineers or like build or like building building engineers or like plumbers like from like the normal white Sox crowd are they gonna hey hey you hear cascades playing after the game <laughs> like, we better get our asses down there pronto you know, like, like who the fuck is going for Cascade? Um, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but he was there to promote that, I guess, and throw out the first pitch. And um, he had a shirt. He had a, a White Sox jersey that said Cascade on it, I believe. He right? did. He did. Yep. So he throws out the first pitch and, like, you know, whatever, it's done. They kind of get him out of there or whatever. But then, like, before he kind of – oh, we should say, too, he was wearing, like, with these weird pants. Like, I guess they were, like – khakis or they might have been fucking sweatpants because fucking people wear sweatpants now uh like that's a that's a fashion statement um you know you used to be fucking made fun of like mercilessly if you wore sweatpants like when we were kids but sure um and you know most of them look like you 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 shit your pants too (laughs) when you were wearing them but um now it's cool i guess um and he was wearing them without uh socks like he he had that whole look but they were like they were billowy at the bottom basically uh-huh. It was a weird look. It it was a bad it was a bad look, but I guess it's cool. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Sure. The ones who look weird, but but not not Cascade. Anyway, so he throws out the first pitch. Um, 
And but before he's like milling, uh, there's like fucking fifty people on the field milling about, and like before he like exits the field, it almost seemed like they were like they were like starting to walk. Him and his entourage were starting to walk off the field, but then he's like, no, 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 I gotta get the picture. And so then he like goes over to like kind of behind home plate, kind of like behind the dirt, um, and he like I forgot now if he. I think his back was to the field. I can't remember. Or was his back to the camera? I don't remember. His back was to the camera, and he was facing the field. Okay. And, like, you could tell that they wanted to get this jersey that said Cascade and, like, with the field in the in the background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, he's just standing there almost, like, as if, like, you know, he was, like, standing on the sidelines for the for the national anthem or something. Just back to the, back to the camera. And, like, and it's like, dude. You you have nothing to do with any of this. Like you have no say. You you you've earned you have you've barely earned the right to be on the field. You you haven't earned the right to portray yourself as some sort of like part of the game. And why are you? What, this picture is propaganda. Like you don't deserve it. Like you don't deserve it any more than like anyone else in this in the stands. Um, and yeah, uh, he yeah. doesn't deserve it more than Ben Meehan. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, actually, some of those. Those uh those blue collar guys probably played like in a in a sixteen inch softball league, and I feel like they definitely deserve it more than Cascade. They probably <laughs> broke their friggin' fingers on the line drive. This guy was like practicing scratching records and uh you know I don't know reading the writings of John Smith or something. So anyway, uh <laughs> so yeah, fuck Cascade. I don't know. I mean, he didn't do anything to us, or he didn't really hold up the game. But it's like get get this clown out of here. Like this friggin' it's a friggin' circus. Uh, before the game, like enough people on the on the field, get him out of here. Yeah, it was, uh, it, you know, it was it was bad. Um, uh, but at, I, and I don't I don't know where the hell he went uh, afterwards either. I doesn't right. even seem like he stayed at the game. No, probably um, not. There was so there were there was a, a a guy in front of us with his family. Um, mm-hmm. And so you want to talk about like people dressing ridiculously uh, with Cascade in his sweatpants? This guy had a he had the full on yacht club look. Uh, with him, so he had like uh, he had sh- like khaki shorts, yeah, um, uh, a like a blue down. and white checkered, yeah, blue and white checkered, um, uh, a button down shirt, yeah. Yep, and then a, a sweatshirt um, that was that was tied. Uh, he did one of those things where you you take the sleeves and you tie it around your front, and the sweatshirt's like over your shoulders. Yeah, he, he had that going for him too. Yeah, around his neck. Yeah, so yep. like not even around his waist, but around his neck, just like complete yacht club look. And uh, again, something that does not belong at Guaranteed Rate Field. No, and uh, I'll jump. I would jump in on any fight where they were beating this guy up for looking like <laughs> I, would, I would completely jump in and join that fight um, because this guy deserved to get beat down uh, for for dressing like this at honestly any game, but certainly a White Sox game. Um, and I mean, I, maybe to add fuel to why we were, we had such disdain for this guy, you know, add him to the long list, but. Um, he just fucking kept stand. He was with like a, a whole family and then, not, and just not, not just his wife and like kids, but I feel like the fucking grandma was there. The aunt was there. Like it was a whole gaggle of these people. And every single time they went to go and he's got a kid. So he's getting up and going like, um, up the aisles and everything. Um, and every time they would, they would go back in the aisle again, the fucking family takes forever to, to stand up. And so like he was, it, it would, he would be standing in front of us for like, you know, like minimum 45 seconds before anyone even moved a, an inch to like, like let them get through. And it happened early on. It happened multiple times. I, I feel like it he kind of like, you know, kind of faded into the crowd a little bit afterwards, but for the first, uh, the, for the first early goings on, like it was, it was a problem. 
yeah, uh, it was uh, it was bad, and yeah, it was happening a lot, and it was it was happening uh, during during the game too. So it was it was very very disruptive. Um, so that was a thing. Uh, also, Jeremy, for no particular reason, had decided to uh, wear his Oakland A's hat tonight. Well, I mean, he wore it because they they were playing the A's, but uh, he didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> no. But Jeremy predicted that uh, there would be some uh, you know a little conflict with that, and sure enough, yeah, you were right. Yeah, so I think I'm not even sure what inning it was, but um, uh, you know, so it's a Friday night, so it's a busy, it's a busy uh, um, night at the, or at least before the White Sox, it was busy. Um, so there was one guy sitting behind us, just one solo guy, um, just eating his food, um, clearly just like plopped down in that seat, and probably was thinking like, hey, all right, uh, you know, not not bad, just sneaking over to the seat. Um, and then at some point in uh, after like the first inning or something like that, a whole family of people came in, and um, they they basically they 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 they, ru- they ran this guy out of there because they were they were their seats, and um, the guy got up and I think they were like, hey, these are our seats, and so um, he kind of stands out of the aisle, kind of waiting for them to come in, but then they go and they sit like on like they take up like the last the like the five seats, five or six seats at the end of the aisle, so then this guy like kind of got boxed out and i and he kind of just he, he he left and went and sat somewhere else and i heard these people talking and they were like hey, man that guy thought that guy thought you know he was getting up to let us in but no man he's gotta go man he's like these are <laughs> our seats he's like we paid for these and um and i was like i and then i heard him say that we paid for these because i'm like well that's interesting that goes against my theory mm-hmm. sure. uh, then i heard him say like yeah man these are way better than our other seats and i'm like okay so oh, they almost confirmed my theory that they complained to somebody. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, and I, I doubt it was because, you know, they were having like a, a, a spell of vertigo from being like in the last row of the upper deck. But they complained to someone and got moved to those seats. And uh, I think that's why uh, they, they were there. Um, but uh, but, yeah, they were like, yeah, man, he's got to go, man. He's, that's it, man. He's got to go. And then the one guy, the one guy I thought was going to be OK, because the guy all the way in the end of the aisle I heard him say, like, he's like, man, I didn't tell him to move. He didn't have to leave, but, you know, he could have sat right over there. There's open seats there, but whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I guess he was being, like, uh, you know, um, democrat- like democratic about it or uh, I can't think, think of the, the word, but, like, um, he was he was he was he was being diplomatic about it. That's yeah. Word. Um, so. Um, so, yeah. So that happened. Uh, you know, I heard a little bit of that conversation. And then I think, you know, they sat down and they were just kind of taking it all in. I uh, had no. Oh, yeah. Actually, this was um, this was actually. Yeah. So this was in the bottom of the second because it was already three, enough, three to one at that this point. Yeah. Um. So because like at some point I heard the guy go like, oh, man, it's already three to one. Like, you know, like which makes me made me super happy because it's like yeah you know the game's over before you even like know it's you know before you even get here basically sure um so they were sitting down and i they were like i said they were kind of taking in their the the whole setting and i heard the guy go like man this motherfucker's wearing and then like you know and he didn't say anything but then the other guy in the crowd the other guy in the group uh said like i know and uh i i'm you know, ninety nine point nine nine percent sure he pointed to my hat, <laughs> saying like, "This motherfucker's wearing an A's hat," and uh, and he didn't say it like, you know, uh, like uh, violently, uh, but he, he it was more like, yeah, "Man, this motherfucker over here is wearing a hat." Anyway, um, so you know, and I was like, "Yeah, well, 
they're winning. So like, what do you, what do you want? Like, you know, yeah. like it's not like, obviously I didn't have the, the foresight to know that, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm on the winning side here. Like you, you want me to like join the losing side, like just because it ag- agrees with, you know, your rooting interest. Um, so, uh, I thought that was funny. I think at that point when he said that, he didn't even know they were the the A's were ahead three one. Um, but then um, then they got up again. They got you know they got up. So classic thing. They sit down for like a half inning. Then they get up and um, uh, go get food. Like the whole group leaves. And uh, they came back they, while they were gone. Another group of people sat down in their seats. Um, which like again like if you're like, I mean I guess I guess those were their seats like they got moved there but i feel like if you're like in a section where maybe it's not your seats or like it's a it's at the end of the aisle i feel like just anyone is just going to go and sit in those seats like leave someone there to be like hey sorry these are actually our seats you know like right. but the whole group leaves um and then then uh someone else goes and sits there they come back they kick them out because they're like these are our seats and then i heard i heard the guy say to um someone else in the group he's like we must we must have the best seats in the house or something, and it's like no, it's like they're just the most easy to like squat in, like the most easy to like you know just move down to to sneak into. So, um, but yeah, they were um, they were an interesting group, um, not terribly uh, obtrusive, but uh, but you know I was on I was on high alert because I I didn't know exactly what what was going to go on with them. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and the whole like oh this this guys wearing like an A's hat that's uh that that's very uh Wisconsin sports fan-esque um just you know not not being able to comprehend that somebody could possibly root for a, a team that isn't your uh your favorite team from Wisconsin um so yeah it's uh yeah that, that was interesting like you said not too obtrusive um there was a little girl uh that was with that group who would kind of come into play later yeah. um but so anyway, though, Jeremy, they were they were right behind us, um, and you were yeah. kind of boxed in because I, I was uh, we had a buffer seat between us, um, so I was uh, to your right as always, um, mm-hmm. and then right in front of you though was was another group. Uh, it was like a, a dad and a twenty something daughter. Um, so you yeah. were just bo- you were boxed in between these two people, and there was there was plenty of room uh, to our right. Uh, there was nobody sitting uh, in the seats in front of us if we just moved a little bit to our right. So we did. We moved a couple seats over so we could both have a, a room to breathe. But then immediately, like, <laughs> like not even five minutes after we made that move, these two slobs, these two fucking slobs come down. Um, and they look like they were like late college age, maybe. Um, yeah. Like they come down and then they, they actually start in our row and they come over and then they, uh, they do that thing where they step over the seat into the row in front of us and they sit right in front of me. Right. Just right, just right in front of me. Um, no, no room whatsoever. Uh, and the the damning thing was, there was room to their right. Like if they would have just moved over, they wouldn't have been directly in front of me. But they were. Yeah. And like these guys were like kind of tall. Um, they were slobs. Like I'm not going to give them credit. Like you know, sometimes people like say like, oh, like tall. Like that's that's an attractive quality. But it's like these guys were fucking slobs. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, they uh, uh, they sit down. And uh, whatever, they're not into the game at all. Like uh, I think at one point, one like there was a bad uh, strike call, and like one guy was like, "Oh come on!" But that was it. Like the whole game, they both had backwards uh, hats on, um, which I think is kind of a just a dumb look. 
and yeah. uh yeah they were just Douching. like on on instagram the whole game so uh nice. yeah just like i you know my note was two doofuses sit down right after we move it's like these guys were just they were just doofuses and one of them was vaping oh yeah right yeah exactly they were uh certainly not the 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 first one or no. not the only ones of the night but um yeah uh so so yeah i and then yeah and, you know and i i was the one who like asked jack to move over and then of course that happened so then i yeah. was like well uh hey man if this is bothering you you know we could like we could try to figure something out but um but yeah uh so yeah i didn't really get a i didn't really um get too good of a read on those guys but i know that they were they you know obviously blocking your view or whatever but i don't know what was up with the 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 girl who was right in front of me but she was really i really couldn't see around her like and she wasn't really doing anything that special but yeah and she she wasn't like particularly tall either yeah i don't know what it was maybe she just had really good posture or something but (laughs) uh but yeah i couldn't see around i had to look between their heads um to see home plate um so uh, the other thing too about those two guys, like they kind of took the place of of another group of, of slobs who were uh, who were there. Um, I actually think I wonder. I think the guys before them were the ones that were vaping, and then like because I don't remember. Did those? It was those two guys that were also vaping. There might have been. It might have been the guy who was wearing the black. He might have vaped once. Okay. Um, but I could, I, don't know I could what, be misremembering. I don't know what the hell was going on last like during the game, but like there were like like six people vaping in the seats um and the white Sox make you go through security and take shit out of your pockets and like you know there was that guy who tried to bring in that pocket knife or whatever sure and they you know uh they they had the nerve to to turn him away and make him put his pocket knife back in his car or whatever it's like why are they letting people into the stadiums with vape pens like what do you think they're going to do with them like uh you know, I I don't know. So like they they need to like ban those uh, of all the shit of all the stupid shit that like you know they like rules and regulations they have. Like why are they letting people in with vape pens? I don't get it. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, what's funny about that knife one is I think that was that was before the podcast, but I, I believe that was the first game we went to that season. Just the the first thing that happened at the White Sox game was some guy was told <laughs> to put it to go put his knife back in his car. Um, yeah, but you're, you're right. It's a disgrace. Maybe, maybe they just let it go because there's so many people who have these that they would be confiscating, uh, like literally a thousand of them a night. Um, so, you know, yeah, if they made the rule about it, I mean, like, cause you can't bring in like a bag, like over a certain size and it's like, you know, um, like, I don't know, like every woman who goes to like a game, like, uh, has to like bring like a small, like a modified size bag. So it's like, they can make people stop bringing vape pens, but anyway, Um, so, um, so yeah, so, uh, I, I will say the, the one, uh, benefit, it, it's a good, um, like, like smoke signal, like literally, um, to, to find like the, the real, you know, uh, the real winners in the crowd, uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, and so like, there was a guy, um, <laughs> in front of us to, to the left, which is closer to me. And this guy was like by himself Jack, you're gonna have to help me remember what he was. He was just—he just like stood up and was recording like the field. Yeah. Like I feel like doing it in between innings too, which, um, he was not record like there was nothing. He was just recording like the experience really. Like there was nothing really to capture. I feel, um, but he was like vaping too. Like he was—he was like blowing vape smoke out of his mouth while he was like standing up recording. Um, and I just was like, this is like the embodiment of human trash. Like this guy yeah. was just trash. Like he, um, I don't know. And like, yeah, I, I mean, he just like, 
he uh, had <laughs> like sun uh, darkened skin. I would say like all over his body. Um, like uh, definitely like looked like a guy who maybe f- fell asleep out in the sun <laughs> and just like you know was like permanently red, um, red like sun burnt skin. Um, and then uh, I then I recalled I'm like this guy like must have just wandered into this cr- into the the stands. Then I re- then a, his friend joined him and his friend oh his friend looked like Shawn Michaels right yeah that's what he had like the the hair like the the uh, the man bun and stuff in back or however Shawn Michaels does his hair with like that ponytail um, yeah that yeah, long just, hair he, and a beard yeah. like like and like like facial hair like short yep. shortish facial hair but he looked like. He looked like a slob also. Yeah. Um, and he went and joined his buddy, and I'm like, oh, that's right. I saw these guys earlier, and, like, um, they just didn't stand out as much, I think, because there was other slobs around them. But uh, Jack Jack caught the best thing, um, which, like, completely, like, like seals the fate of this guy. But he was, he saw him, like, kind of, like, hunched over, like, chewing, and Jack was like, is he eating beef jerky? And, like, sure enough, he had just, like, loose pieces of beef jerky in his hand just eating them. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know if they sell beef jerky at the stadium. And no. even if they do, it's like, who the fuck is buying beef jerky? Um, and it's like this, it was a completely, it was a complete package. Vape pen, yep. uh, you know, red sun burnt skin and beef jerky. And it's like, wow, this guy <laughs> is just, he got the whole starter kit. Um, so, so that was pretty good. I think they were, they were there a while too. They didn't really do much. They didn't yell like fuck KC or fuck Oakland or anything, but, um, but yeah, he just, he, he definitely fit the bill. Yeah. And that, that guy too, he had the, uh, the sort of the quality of, of that type of person where he could, he could just, he could man spread like no other. Um, like, you know, he was just kind of spreading himself into about five different seats, uh, so yeah, yeah, you're right, Jeremy. That guy was—he was the whole menu, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and this is something. So you you went up to get food. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so during when you, when you went up to get food, it was the the bone of beef race, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a, a family. Uh, it was like you know two daughters, a mom, a dad, um, uh, and like another weird the, kid and the, the mom who would come back later. Yeah, these were uh, the people who who sat in those people behind us seats yes. the second time. And they had yes. to, had to move. Uh, and so, like the there was a very old grandma with them, and she was she was old, like she was probably <laughs> in in her like eighties. Um, and uh, they at one point they had all left to go get food, and she was just sitting in the row, like in our row, but to our left, like she was the last seat in the row, and yeah. she was she was into this bona beef race. Uh, <laughs> she was like doing the raise the roof thing. Um, at oh, one God. point, like when when the uh, they announced the winner, uh, she did the she like moved her arms in the in the referee symbol for like traveling that they do in basketball. Um, <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that. And at first, I thought she was there by herself, but n- like no, she was there with uh, with her family. But yeah, she was into this bone of beef race, but like but but all by herself. It was very it was very strange. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, maybe that's what those races are for. Um... But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's funny. I mean, uh, yeah, I used to like get into them like maybe slightly ironically, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's funny. Maybe they, maybe she actually lives by a bone of beef. So it actually mattered (laughs) to her. Um, but yeah, nowhere else, nowhere else in the city except for like, uh, near North like area, like, uh, can you like, can you find a bone of beef? So, um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I, um, 
I, I, I was uh, getting food during that time. I did come back um, with a Polish. I got a Polish there. Oh, we should say, too, Jack got the heater dog, too. Yeah, the heater the heater was excellent. One of the best, uh, best yeah. sausages I've ever had. Uh, yeah. For those who don't remember, the heater is, uh, I think it's an Italian sausage with, uh, it's got um, uh, uh, coleslaw and chipotle mayo on it. And they yeah. might even put a little, like, jalapenos inside the sausage, don't it, they? It is, yeah. It's yeah. like, I think it's a, it's a, it might be a Polish, but okay. like... Oh, it, yeah, it, okay, okay. It's a jalapeno cheddar Polish, I think. Or, ah, or, okay. or a jalapeno cheddar sausage, I think is what they call it. Okay. So, um, But yeah, but uh, yeah. And like, I got it the one time without the... Actually, I, this was not at a podcast game, but I, I got it once and like I ordered it. And I'm like, what about the uh, coleslaw? And she's like, oh, we're out of that. And I was like, maybe I said this on the podcast, but I was like, you didn't... You, you got to say that to someone. When you have like... When it comes with a certain topping and and you order that and you're out of it like you need to tell someone that ahead of time sure so i was a little miffed by that but i did eat that sausage on its own and it actually was really it's it's really good on its own so it's like it's tempting to get it without the coleslaw because obviously that has a significant impact on it but it's also really good with the coleslaw so anyway um but yeah try the heater when you're yeah it was it was good um yeah jeremy you got a polish uh but when you when you came back uh there was a little bit of a a a disruption in your seat yeah, so um, so that I feel like these people were not with this group originally. Like someone kind of came over, like a like they said, yeah, we're over here, and then like someone met them over there. But it was like a, another guy and his little girl. And um, when we came back, when so when I came back, so at this point, like Jack was like, you know, we had moved over, so like Jack was probably like, um, I don't know, maybe like nine seats into the row or something like that. Um, so I, I walk into the row and like, I think it was, it was, you know, clear at this point. And I just walk and I'm like, what the hell happened? Like there was stuff in like all these seats, like in, like in our row, like, like jackets and bags and whatever. And then, so the people behind us like put all their shit in the seats in front of them, um, which is fine if no one's sitting there. But, uh, so I was sitting two seats away from Jack. We had the buffer seat and there was like a backpack sitting in the, in the seat. And, um, uh, I was like, well, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't know if these people were here before, but if they didn't, someone should have said like, Hey, there's someone sitting there. Like when they put their bag there, maybe, maybe Jack could have said that too, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I didn't see, <laughs> I could, I was thinking, yeah, I, I should have said that, but, uh, sure. I, I just, I didn't even notice that it had been put there. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, and then when I have food, when I have food, it's, it's, it's fucking all bets are off. Like, you know, my, my grandmother could be, uh, you know, hanging off of a cliff with one finger. And I'm like, sorry, grandma, I got to I have warm food here. I have to eat it. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so, yeah, it's all bets are off. So I, I went and I said I saw the, 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 the I saw the bag there and I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to sit on this bag like, you know, and then like if I if something happens, you know, that'll teach them to put a bag on, on someone's seat. And so I do. I start like putting my ass down, like lowering my ass onto the seat. And the guy goes like, oh, whoa, sorry. And like he grabs the bag and then uh, I like kind of turn and I like, kind of give like a nod or something. But um, yeah, like it was just kind of I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a dick move on my part. But also it's a dick move to match another dick move, I feel. Sure. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so, yeah, they grab this seat. And like, I don't know if the guy it's it's the thing. The reason why I do it is that it could be argued that I didn't see it. Um, but, uh, I definitely saw it and I was definitely trying to sit on it, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so, so that happened and then they, they grabbed the, the bag and then like, uh, yeah, that girl couldn't have been there before because like we would, cause she was, she was a talker, like, yeah. um, you know, and then she did, I heard, I did hear her say to her dad, like, I can't see. 
And it's like, yeah, well, you you, you people shouldn't have sat like, you know, behind someone who was already sitting here. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, and they'll they'll come back to uh, play a little later. Yeah, they will. They will. And I'll, I'll try to look out better for you next time, Jeremy, when you <laughs> when you go up to get a uh, get food. Fair. Um, uh, yeah. So I, also a lot. I, I don't know why it was tonight more than most nights, but there were a lot of Jordan forty five jerseys, uh, White Sox Jordan forty fives. Um, uh, which was the number he wore, uh, in the minors, I think. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like enough with this already. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's just dumb. And like, you know, most of the people who are wearing these were not even alive at the time that he played for that minor league team in Birmingham. No. Um, and it's just like a, a stupid, like it's, it's one of those facts that like you know someone will tell you to try to blow your mind but it's like right. yeah dude i've known that for fucking years um, yeah yeah well, uh, it, it's just a sad thing to cling to it's like you are buying a jersey of a guy who didn't even play baseball never made it to the major leagues like had no impact on on your baseball team whatsoever it's like wouldn't you want to get the jersey of like an accomplished if you were getting a white Sox jersey wouldn't you want to get a jersey of an accomplished white Sox player um, you know, it's a little niche thing to get the Jordan jersey, but yeah, it's it's it overall is kind of sad. You know, yeah. it's like um, I, I, years ago the Cubs uh, drafted like Wayne Gretzky's son. You know, it's like sure, yeah. I'm like it would be like if the White Sox had uh, you know a Gretzky or if, if if someone had a Cubs Gretzky jersey. It's like it's just not it's just not the best representation of your team that you probably would want. I would I, I would argue. No, do, yeah. Do you remember when Garth Brooks played a, like got a couple at bats yeah. for the Padres in spring training? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be like if the, if you bought a, a Garth Brooks Padres jersey. Yeah. Um. Which well, actually might be kind kind of cool, but still. Yeah. No, but uh, the other thing too is that I was around when that happened. I was maybe like twelve years old or something. Sure. But it was a joke. It was a joke. Like yeah. people were making fun of Jordan. Actually, like they're like, oh yeah, like look at him. Like when he. They they showed video of him doing like like taking a swing in the cage and and people were like laughing about it because he didn't look good he was like all like um uh gang like limb you know he had long limbs and it just it didn't look very good like it was kind of a joke so like I don't know um yeah again just another reason why but uh, good luck getting that through anyone's head yeah no for sure so I I I wish that we could just uh, put an end. To, to people wearing those jerseys, but, you know, I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, no. In, instead, it's just going to be, oh, hey, did you know Michael Jordan played uh, for the White Sox minor league team? Um, so, yeah, just, uh, but I'm over it, personally. Yeah. Um, there, so there was a funny moment. Um, it was funny <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jeremy was having all sorts of problems in the seat he was in. Uh, I guess yeah. that's what you, I guess that was, that's what you get for asking to having us move. Um, right, yeah. But uh, you dropped your scorecard in the row in front of you. So I... Um... You know, I, I have the clipboard um, with the scorecard and whatnot, and I, I like to lean it on the ground um, in between events, basically. Um, and, yeah, like, I mean, you know, nine again, 99.99% of the time it's fine. Um, but I, like, I, like, um, I, like, grabbed for it and, like, I knocked it over. And then it was even, like, it was even, like, still grabbable, but then, like, I knocked it again and it fell, like, underneath the seat. So it was like, and it wasn't just right there where I could lean over and get it. Um, it like, it, it fell like just beyond reach 
um, in the next row, which happens sometimes. You know, you tap the person uh, to like, it's like, hey, man, I dropped my whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they get the assist. Um, so, like, this guy, there was a, so at this point now that family was still there. Um, they had, like, kind of come over uh, and sat, like, in front of that old lady. Um, but, like, that whole family was, there was a whole family of people there. Uh, and this guy was, like, talking to, like, the guy who was, like, in the end of the, the group. And he was, he was the guy who could have handed me my scorecard. He was, like, talking to his family. And, like, I don't know what the hell they were talking about. They were looking at something on the phone or whatever. And uh, the guy was just, like, in conversation with these people. Or they were, like, looking at the video board or something. And I was, like, I was going to ask the guy. I, it would have been no issue but like i was tired of waiting um just to like give him a uh to, to wait for like a moment to ask him to get my scorecard so i i did have to go down on the ground and like get on my hands and knees and reach under the seat and grab the scorecard so it was uh it was a a mild uh, annoyance for sure yeah no jeremy i was i was gonna put in this note like the emperor with no clothes or something like it was <laughs> like you you were without your scorecard man like that, it's yeah. like if you're at a baseball game man you feel naked without your scorecard so yeah um, I, I felt for you in that moment i think it was the end of an inning and like the inning had started yeah and i'm like all right enough already like i need the scorecard <laughs> so, like, i had to go down and get it um which was fine but um, yeah but yeah but so then speaking of this family then um, I don't know. They must have been spread out. Like once the once the people behind us displaced this family, they kind of spread like to all ends of the earth. It seems like, and like somehow the granny was like in our aisle by herself. Um, but uh, but this these people must have like sat somewhere else because I don't. I I did see this kid pass through once. Um, but like then he comes back with like the mom, and uh, they were like I don't know having some sort of like you know, they were touching base on something, but so there's a mom and she has this, this kid with her who's probably about like, what, like five years old or something, six years old. Maybe was he older yeah. than that? Yeah. Maybe a little older, but it was like, uh, I don't know, elementary school age kid, but, uh, yeah, maybe it was like up to like 10 years old. I don't yeah. know. He, but the kid was, I was like, I was like, Jack, look at this. Every once in a while, like we'll see someone and I'll just, poke jack so he can like see this person so we can so he at least has that image in his head when we talk about it later on the podcast um so i like poked jack i'm like take a look at this kid and um the kid and i think jack said no that's a that's a very interesting outfit i think is what he said yeah um but this kid was like wearing like a gray sport coat and like a, a like a ratty like maroon stocking cap and um I you know a shirt with a collar underneath it, and he looked like fucking like grunge baby. Like he looked like <laughs> like baby Eddie Vedder or something. Like it's like in nineteen if like if you went to like a costume party like a family costume party in like nineteen ninety three at the height of grunge or something, um, and, and like hey look look little Tyler's going as Eddie Vedder this this uh, this Halloween and like you know maybe they the only thing that he was missing is like you know a painted on like you know stubble or whatever like grunge stubble but it was just fucking like it was just weird and like i mean i'm assuming the kid picked the clothes or whatever um but it was like yeah it was just really it was just a really funny look and it was like warm it was a warm night like why would you be wearing a stocking cap and, and a sport coat but uh yeah i don't know it was just a it was just a funny look yeah, um, I, I I also thought it looked like some like a some type of Kevin Smith character or something. Yeah, you know, um, he looked like silent like like he kind of had like a Silent Bob yes. vibe going too. Yeah. yeah, 
Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that, that was very strange. Um, or like Oliver Twist. I don't know. Uh, it was, yeah, you it was... no, he did. He looked like a, a little scamp, like a little like, street, <laughs> street urchin, you know? Yeah, like he's going to uh, run into a boxcar and just travel across the country, you know? Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was very weird. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what was going on with that. Um, at one point, Jeremy, shortly after this, I turned to you, and I, I just see a, a little hand waving in my face. Um, uh-huh. and, and then I, I hear, sure enough, it's that little girl's hand who's behind us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I hear the dad say, uh, stop messing with him. He, yeah. he said, don't, don't be a troll. Don't be trolling. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. And that's I funny. wanted to like turn around and be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like she almost poked me in the face. Like, what are you doing? You don't do that to a stranger. What the, what are you doing? Right. Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was odd. Um, um, I don't know. She must have, you know, done that at some point at home or something. I don't know. But um, she, yeah, I guess she was doing that. So I heard I heard him say that, like, yeah, man, quit messing with him. And then um, he did say, like, even though he is an A's fan, and then and like, you know, and then I I did kind of give like the side glance, like the smirk, like, Haha, yeah, that's you know, good one. But he didn't just stop. he didn't like I was telling Jack this like he didn't just stop and saying like he's an A's fan which also like I was A's fan but I guess maybe Jack was guilty by association sure. or something but um but he goes like yeah quit messing with him even though he's an A's fan and then he kind of kept trailing on and like he should have just stopped there but he's like yeah you know because he uh you know thinks they're you know they're they're gonna win and you know he's rooting for him. like it just kind of it kind of trailed off and I was like uh you know it's kind of like uh to to in the ballpark of like that Tony Larusa like line that he said last, like what we talked about last week in that, in that rant where he just kind of, he should have just stopped um, while he was ahead, but uh, it was kind of funny. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I gave like the half, you know, nod to him or whatever. Like, Hey, yeah, you know, oh, funny, you know, fun and games, but like, sure. I don't know. It's like, they also like, I don't know. Sometimes you make that joke and then you're like, Hey, hey but uh, you know, uh, A's, you know, you know, they're going to move on to Oakland or whatever. Like, you know, you say something, um, or like, uh, you know, like someone else kind of said something like, uh, to us when we were getting on the train, which we'll talk about, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, um, well, we can say that now, I guess it doesn't matter, but like, uh, we, I was getting on the train, uh, later on in the game and some guy walks by me. He was like, it was like a guy in his twenties with his girlfriend. And he's like, he's like, uh, where does it, let me find that i wrote wrote it down oh he's like oh uh go A's by the way he's like socks fucking suck and like just walked away and like i was like i said that to jack and like i'm like what do you think that guy's deal was and jack was like i think that was an angry socks fan yes <laughs> more so than a you know an a's fan definitely uh, but yeah, yeah it's kind of funny taking it yeah taking his frustration out um yeah. yeah so that you're right jeremy the guy kind of blew a tire um yeah should have yeah. quit while he was ahead um so there, there were a few, a few funny video things. Um, one was they played a, a highlight video for Adam Engel, uh, mm-hmm. who was not in the lineup and didn't make an appearance in the game and may not have even been on the roster. No, he. Oh yeah, okay, he was listed as being on the bench. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so you know, sometimes at Cubs games they'll play like uh, highlight reels of Ernie Banks's career or Ron Santo or like Sox mm-hmm. legend or like uh, Cubs legends. Um, you know, they it, it's a common thing. Uh, it's it's less common to see a, a a team play a highlight video of a guy who's currently uh, on the roster but has never been good. Um, no, and, no. Nor is the highlight video particularly inspiring. I mean, I don't think they showed any of the home runs he robbed that we saw, like which were right. probably the best plays of his career. 
Um, it was just this uninspiring highlight video of a guy who would not be on any other major league roster. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why you got to just show a random uh, Adam Engel video. But it was misleading because I thought he was coming in the game. I thought there was like a defensive switch because it happened like in between innings, like when the White Sox were taking the field. I'm like, oh, is Adam Engel like, do we have a defensive replacement here? But like, no, like it was just the same three outfielders. Adam Engel somewhere on the bench. Maybe he's in the fucking uh, clubhouse. Like, you know, and it's like, why did they just show this video? It was weird. I'm like, did the guy push play on the wrong video or something it was, it was very odd um uh you know odd things are not unusual uh with the video when it comes to the video board no uh, one one thing that was like out of the ordinary which we don't see very often is they did do the guest the attendance game which they just don't do at other games they definitely don't do during week game weekday games um i guess because it was a friday night and they assumed like there would be a good turnout for the game but then the t- attendance ended up being 28,503, which is not anything to be proud of at all. No. Um, especially on a Friday night, especially of a team who should be contending. They're not contending. So I could see maybe people, you know, you, you would think maybe like, oh, the attendance started out high and then they're mad at the team. So they stopped going. But no, it's actually an, it is an improvement um, on what attendance was earlier in the season. But it's still like 28,000 is not anything to be advertising we we have a theory that they don't show to do the guests of the attendance because the attendance is so low like it would be embarrassing for them to be like is it ten thousand is it nine thousand is it ten thousand five hundred um but uh but yeah so that was pretty bad yeah and i it it did look more full than than it usually does i would have guessed there were at least thirty two thousand there Right, yeah, I you know the White Sox are the only ones who like under like you know shortchange themselves during the against the attendance game. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Um, um at one yeah. so, uh, so later in the game, um, some uh, some guys there was a group of like four high school age kids. Um, yeah, came, came and sat down in front of us. They you know they they were high they were high energy. Um, you know they were they were kind of yelling stuff. Uh, you know nothing too crazy. They weren't annoying. But yeah. um, they were trying to, like, be cool with us. So they sit down right in front of us. And then uh, the kid on the end turns to us, and he sees that we've got, like, scorecards, and he sees Jeremy's A's hat. And he asks, are you guys scouts? Uh, and what did you say to him, Jeremy? <laughs> I said, nah, man, we're just baseball nerds. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I felt like I when they came, when they showed up, I was a little – I'm like, these guys might be trouble. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one of them was vaping pretty heavily, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't even remember why they turned around to look at us. Did did something happen, or did we say something? Like I don't remember. I Maybe don't we know. Were, like, we might have been talking, like some analyzing something or whatever out loud, and like, yeah, the kid did turn around and was like, because they the first thing they did when they sat down, they started Instagramming, like they were like like putting like that they were at the Sox game on their story or whatever. Uh huh. Um, and uh, yeah, so he said that. So I I did feel. Like, like a little self-deprecation might go a long way with these guys. Sure. So, um, we did. So I, I did say that, and the, the second kid, like, kind of like laughed when I said that. So I'm like, okay, maybe we're we're on these guys. Like, we're you know, these guys are are gonna be cool with us. Um, and they, they were they were they were actually pretty cool. Uh, the only offense was the the one kid vaping. Um, and he was vaping a, uh frequently. Um, and after a couple innings of doing it, actually, one of the attendants actually did come over and, and say like, Hey, you guys can't, you can't be vaping. And, uh, I don't remember if he stopped after that. It, it definitely didn't have the vibe. Like he was going to stop because <laughs> he was reprimanded, but they were straight up like 
there were, I can't believe how many people were vaping at the White Sox fucking game. No. Like, and then you would see, like, even, like, in the distance, like, in, like, row, like, you know, eight or nine, you would see a big cloud of smoke pop up, too. And it's, like, it's just, like, it's just vaping, like, it's vaping central. Yeah, but, would it be? And you're right, Jeremy. If they wanted to stop it, they could. Wouldn't be wouldn't I, be that hard to stop. I think they could. I mean, if you you like make the announcement that it's no longer. I mean, they fucking they don't allow tobacco at games like chewing no. tobacco. No. So I don't know. It's 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 kind of it's kind of lame. But uh, um, yeah, the one another thing that these kids did though they they did do this video. Um, so they did this video. Which actually, this might be like one of the more like effective things that the White Sox do on their video board, but they did this thing. I forgot what kind of music it was. It was like EDM, like electronic music or something. And it was like all people from the suburbs make noise. All the people from the city make noise. And then it was like all the single ladies make noise. And then this, these girls like at the end, like, a, like two aisles in front of us all the way at the end of the, the other end of the aisle, like made noise. And then those four guys were like, Hey, what's up? Like to the, to the girls which is kind of funny. Um, and then, then it was like, all the single guys make noise. And they were like, yeah, what's that? You know, and they were yelling or whatever. And I'm like, I guess that's a good way to like, maybe like make a love connection at a White Sox game or something. <laughs> but uh, I thought the guys were funny. They were like, definitely. I, I like, they were like, they were like saying like, they were like, you know, we got to, you know, you know, find the single girls or something. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was. Hey, and Jeremy, man, next time, if someone asks you if you're a scout, you say yes, you know, to quote Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ray. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I was okay. I, I want to say that I was wearing like a T-shirt with like a cartoon alien on it. I'm like, <laughs> I hope I'm not. A, I hope there's no scouts wearing like this goofy like uh, indie rock band T-shirt. But uh, yeah. Anyway, and I was wearing like cutoff. That that's the other thing is like I was yeah I was wearing cutoff. I was I have these like black cutoff jeans that I wear. Yeah. Um, at and I, I wear them occasionally, and I definitely feel like good wearing them at White Sox games because I feel like it fits in pretty well. Sure. Um, and uh, like if any if anyone was like questioning my deal and then saw my 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 jorts basically. Uh, they'd be like, "Oh no, he's one of us." So, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely didn't look like a scout, but uh, but yeah, funny nonetheless. Well, uh, in front of us, um, there was a group of it was like a dozen people. They were all together. Uh, I think they were just a family, and uh, just randomly, right in the middle of, of an inning, uh, of they all they all stood up and they started chanting something and like looking up at the luxury box well, and like yeah, yeah and, and they were. Yeah. They were looking up at that luxury box with their phones trained on that box as if yep. like fucking like uh you know the president was like like you know making an appearance like and and just like stood out to like wave to the crowd or whatever. Um they were like standing up there like videotaping like videoing the the box yelling and then they did start chanting stuff. That it sounded like they were chanting like Adley, Adley, which yeah. like you know, I, it certainly wasn't about Adley Rushman, that's for sure. No, um, this I did capture some of this on the on the Instagram story, so that's expired now. But I will um, go ahead and like repost that. But uh, sure, yeah, there's a there's a little bit of that on there. But in the sea of a bunch of people sitting down watching the game that's in front of them, there's like a half dozen people or whatever standing up, looking to the side, like to the press box, and videotaping it and yelling shit. And it's just like this is 
clearly something that just happens at White Sox games. Like, yeah. This is just something you have to deal with at a White Sox game. Yeah, I, you wrote in the notes, Jeremy, that it's it's a disgrace to the sport. Uh, yeah. And it, it is, man. Like, you know, these, these players, I get that they're making, like, millions of dollars, but they've worked their whole lives to get uh, to get to the point of being in the major leagues. Um, and, you know, that's what you have to deal with. You know, just a bunch of yahoos who are not even paying attention to the game, like, looking at their friend and, like, chanting – uh, and distracting all the other people in the audience while you're trying to play. Yeah. I, I went on a rant to Jack at the stadium. <laughs> this is a rant for one. Uh, but I'm just like, yeah, anyone who's ever been associated with the game of baseball, anyone who's ever, like, worn a uniform, like, stepped on the field, like, like made a trade, like, uh, even anyone who ever fucking, like, any parent who ever drove their kid, like, you know, for a traveling team game, you know, out of town, like it's a disgrace to everyone involved in 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 making baseball a thing. Like Abner Doubleday, fucking Bill Veck, Charlie Finley. It's just it's a it's a it's a kick in the nuts to anyone who's ever like cared about baseball one iota to have these idiots standing up and videotaping a, another idiot in a in a luxury box. It was ridiculous. It's just like, but this is what this is the climate at these games. Like this is what you have to deal with. But yeah, you know, I'm sorry to the the ball boy who like had a dream of like making a great play on a foul ball and then did it and got cheered because probably some of those people were cheering about some idiot two sections over from them standing up and drinking a beer. So yeah, sorry. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, and yeah, yeah, you're right, Jeremy. They were uh they were cheering like it was Lady Gaga up in that press box or yeah. something. But no, yeah. it was just it was just one idiot like like a group of idiots cheering at another idiot. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we're bums who talk about other bums at baseball games, but these are idiots cheering for another idiot. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we talk, we don't cheer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So late in the game, uh, the top of the ninth inning, um, a shoe uh, flew on the field. Uh, it's it sort of in left center. Um, I, I didn't even see it at first. And Jeremy, you were like, "Hey, oh man, there's a shoe on the field." Yes. Uh, yeah. Just the game is going on. There's, you know, people have managed to stop cheering for like their friend that they see in, in, in the stands. Um, and then like, I see this thing like fly onto the field from, from center field. And it was like a big thing. Um, it wasn't a baseball. And like, I, I, I'm, I can only imagine that it was a shoe. Um, and I assume that there, my, what I assume is that there was a fight and someone grabbed someone's shoe and threw it on the field, which actually is a good move. I, 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 you know, I, uh, I, I, lo- I like applaud that, that move. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like the play had to stop. Um, and then, um, I forgot. Yeah. It was the white Sox were in the field. So AJ Pollock was playing center field. So he had to actually go get the shoe and he fucking like fired it back into the crowd. Um, like angrily. And it's like, I'm not the biggest AJ Pollock fan, but, um, you know, the guy shouldn't be having to pick up someone else's shoe. Um, no, no. Yeah. I'm actually mad he threw it in the crowd because that person then probably got the shoe back. Like he should have just thrown, he should have thrown it to the, to the foul territory and just like gotten it taken away. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah. Or he should have like thrown it over the center field fence or something. Like right. That. Yeah. Just like on the other side of the fence or something. Yeah. He could have did that too, but, uh, he really kind of fired it, which is kind of funny because he could have hit someone who had absolutely nothing to do with that incident. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think he was aiming for the aisle, and I think he actually got it in the aisle. But but still, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I don't. I that, I wish that there was video of that. I haven't like really looked. Every once in a while, you can look. Uh, 
you know, for, you know, White Sox crowd fight or something. Maybe, maybe there, there's some video of it. Um, but, but yeah, um, uh, that just happened. So, yeah, uh, that, that'd be something at like a bus hang. Um, if AJ Pollock ever plays on somebody not, who's not the White Sox anymore, um, you'd ask him like, Hey man, remember that time a shoe flew on the field and you threw it back? <laughs> he probably, yeah. you know, he's probably already forgotten about it, but, um, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was funny. Uh, also, uh, sort of around this time, um, that little girl stepped on your back. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, so yeah, so the um, the girl, like, so then the yeah, so so those people like make another appearance here where um, I, the girl was now like climbing on like the laps of like the people she was with, and she was like like the the dad was like picking her up to put her on her shoulder or on on his lap or whatever, but he was kind of like holding her like. You know, he didn't like really like pull her up on his lap, um, so she, her feet were just like fucking like flailing everywhere, and she like she, you know, everyone's around like kid will kick your seat or whatever, and it's like you know whatever, um, but this girl like fucking like stepped on my back almost as if she was like, you know, like rock climbing or something, like she fucking like stepped on my back and her like foot kind of like, kind of like skidded off of my back also, and like it 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 it, it, it kind of like hurt, um, like it like I feel like it like kind of like like um you know s- scraped my skin a little bit uh, on the back of my shirt and I'm like I like I it, it was so bad that I turned around and I looked back I'm like is this is this going to continue going on and the guy was like oh, oh sorry or my bad or something like that and like got her out of the way but then I was like I feel like I'm like I'm like I feel like I have, like I have a shoe print on my back and I actually I turned to Jack <laughs> I feel like we're we're like we're we're taking shots at each other here, Jack. But like I turned to Jack and I was like, Jack, do I have a footprint on my back? And and Jack was like, No, 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 you're fine. <laughs> and then when we were leaving later and walking on the concourse, you're like, Oh man, you do have a footprint. On yeah, your back. I, I couldn't I couldn't tell. I think maybe it was the light or just I wasn't looking yeah. in the right spot. But I, uh, yeah, yeah, you had you had a you had a little bit of one. Um, hey man, I wiped it off for you. I was gonna say to Jack's credit, he did he did brush it off. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like I, uh, I, I also didn't give like a full turn because I felt like that was a little bit, uh, that was a little rowdy to do. Like I guess, like, sure. um, you know, right in front of those people. But also, like, I mean, fuck, man. Like, if if that happens, you that guy, the dad should have wiped it off of my back or said like, hey, yeah. sorry, man, there's a footprint on your back. Let me just get it for you. Like, yeah, right. What the fuck? Like, what, what, what the fuck? Like, uh, what, what are we doing here? What's the code of uh, behavior here? I don't know. Yeah, no, it was it was it was bad. Uh, yeah, and you know, um, yeah, it was it was not a good situation. Uh, well, anyway, the game was almost over. Uh, uh, the the mile machine, uh, if, if that's how you say his first name and his last v- name, Vimeo uh, machine, I think. Yeah, Vimeo machine. I, I'd never even heard of him before tonight. Uh, he, he was came... a he was a Cubs uh, property. Uh, oh really? I, yeah, I think the. Okay. Um, Actually, he might have been traded. Uh, might have been he might have been acquired via trade. I don't think it was the Andrew Chafin trade, but uh, there was another trade. Maybe or it could have been a like a a free like a waiver pick. Yeah, no, he's been with Oakland since 2020. So oh, okay. uh, let me see. Let me see how he was acquired. Um, it's annoying. Like sometimes these like oh here we go. Um, Drafted by the Phillies from the purchased. Okay, so uh, drafted by the Cubs. Drafted by, yeah. Okay, so he was taken by the Phillies from the Cubs in the Rule Five draft in 2019, and then he was sold to the A's right after that. So the Cubs lost him in the Rule Five draft. 
Ah, uh, and and Vimail Machine is how you say his okay. name. Uh, interesting. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. Well, he came in to play uh, third base as a defensive replacement in the bottom of the ninth inning. But uh, yeah, you wouldn't have known it. Uh, I don't we know. We didn't Gene know it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't um, Not until the next day. No, Gene Honda. Maybe it was one of those things where Gene Honda announced it while the loud music was still blaring, uh, while the mm-hmm. pitcher was warming up. But uh, yeah, you know, you didn't. They didn't put anything really on the scoreboard. Uh, just a total failure um, to report a, 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 you know, a change in the lineup, which is not the first time that's happened at the White Sox game. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, as a baseball fan who's trying to keep score, um, that's frustrating. But uh, then again, they don't, you know, they don't offer to sell scorecards there anymore. So uh, yeah. Why would they necessarily cater to those people? So. No, no. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. So the so yeah. That, that was about the ninth. The game ended. The White Sox lost uh, seven to three. Was it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, they would end up going on to win to salvage the last two games of the series. But yes. you know, for a for a team like the White Sox trying to uh, you know make a move here uh, in the second half uh, to play like one of the worst teams in baseball. You know, you shouldn't be. It, it hurts to drop the season, the the series opener for sure. Um, it, we, I don't think we mentioned it, but it was good for us because we got to see the Oakland A's uh, to not to cross a, a name off the list. So we're down to four teams, I think now, who we've never seen before. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, we'll, we'll actually be making another dent in that uh, coming up. But um, but yeah. So um, the game ended. Uh, Sox lost. Um, we did our uh, our our, our uh, you know. Uh, trusty uh, bathroom uh, pit stop before we get uh, start heading home. Um, I uh, went into the bathroom and um, there was like two open urinals. So I went to the one on the right. So the one on the left of me was, was open and then short, like very soon another person stepped up and uh, you know, started using the urinal, whatever I finished, I finished my business um, and I, uh, you know, step away from the urinal and in the meantime, the guy, the guy who was to left of me, like kind of like came and went, whatever. So then another guy comes over and like, I'm like kind of like zipping up or whatever. Um, and, uh, I see something on top of the urinal, like on the, the top shelf, like outside of the urinal, um, by where you like flush it or whatever. And, uh, I, you know, it's like the, a, a, a spatter of something. And, uh, the guy who walks up to it, like goes like, he like goes up to it. Then he turns to like his friend and he's like, Oh man, someone he's like, Oh man, someone puked on top of the, the urinal and like I look over <laughs> and it's fucking like vomit. Someone vomited on top of the urinal. Oh god. Um, yeah, and it was just like splashed, you know, all like all on the top of it. I actually kind of saw it like as the guy saw it and was saying it and I'm just like, What the fuck, man? And I'm yeah. like part of me was like, I'm glad I didn't pick that one, but I'm like, I don't think that was there when I went up there and had the choice. So I think that, that whatever that guy was next to me just stepped over fucking puked on it and just walked away or whatever which is just you know uh you know pretty classy i guess but uh but yeah so that was a little unnerving to uh kind of step away from um but you know you 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 let it roll off your back because how could you not um you gotta you gotta forget a lot of atrocities you see at the white Sox games yeah yeah definitely yeah that was just uh like like when i was walking through lakeview and the the mustache crawl jeremy some uh some guy just you know, didn't he couldn't even make it to the alley, just puked right on the street. So, you know, oh, yeah, these people sure. are these people are out in force this weekend in Chicago, just uh, you know, just doing yeah. it up. Um, so yeah, we were walking uh, out of the uh, stadium, um, and it was a bigger crowd than normal, so it was, it was crowded as we were walking out. Uh, we were crossing 35th, is it 35th? 
Yeah, we crossed 35th, and yeah. then we were heading to the train, which um, is like in the middle of the Eisenhower Expressway or uh, the uh, the Dan Ryan Expressway. Yeah. Uh, 90, 90 uh, uh, east, I think. Um, so yeah, you have to cross over the you have to cross over this bridge, or you have to cross to this bridge where you go down to the uh, train station. Um, but the exit ramp is also right over there. So there's a bunch of cars exiting and like at a stoplight while, you know, a mass of people are crossing over to go to the the red line stop. Yeah. And uh, as we were crossing the street, uh, some guy just started revving his engine. Um, uh, he was in some kind of like muscle car. Yeah, it was uh, like, I think it was like a Mustang or something. Like yeah. One of those newer model Mustangs. But he was he was revving his engine and also like doing like the, the, the tire spin, yep. which like. I don't. I mean, doesn't that fuck up your? T- doesn't that fuck up your tires? Like, isn't that like the equivalent? It has to be like the equivalent of like you know, I don't know, five thousand miles. Maybe not five thousand, but maybe like I don't know, a thousand miles on your tire to just to just screech them like that. Like, just to like look cool. Like, it's pretty. It's pretty pathetic. Um, and so he was doing it kind of like while we were waiting to cross, and like you know, I'm like, and and it's fucked up because I think the way you do that is you put your foot down on the brake and the gas at the same time, right? Yeah, and so, you know, he could have easily either caused an accident with the car in front of him or, uh, like, hit somebody if well, he was directly in front of the pedestrians. Yeah, he. I, I checked, and there was no car in front of him. So, like, <laughs> yeah, all he had to do was just, like, fuck up and, like, just run down a bunch of people, which uh, I do not want to get run down at a White Sox game. I, no. You know, of all the ways to go, I don't want to be killed at a White Sox game. Um, <laughs> so... So yeah, which you know, listening to this podcast, it's actually a distinct possibility. But you know, I would prefer <laughs> not, um, or at least I would want to deserve it at least. You know, like right. Um, so so anyway, so like yeah, this idiot's revving his engine, and like you know, I think I said I again I said to Jack, I'm like you know, I know this guy has nothing to do with the White Sox, but he's guilty. But they're the White Sox are guilty by association. Uh, sure. It's just like this guy's near the stadium and he's fucking doing something stupid with his car. It's like this falls on the White Sox. I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah, <laughs> man. This is just like the guys who are selling liquor um, outside of the red line. Uh, this this guy is just part of the White Sox experience. Yeah, for sure. Which we should say that that is still going strong. Like, oh yeah, we'll let you we'll let you know if anything ever changes with that. But just know that every time we go to White Sox game, there is like fifteen to twenty street vendors selling. Uh, they're actually getting better. Like their displays are getting better. Like now they have a display of like ten different varieties of you know. Uh, like mini bottles of liquor. Um, so they're actually, you know, someone's going to build like a fucking like stand, like a, you know, a, a, a wooden stand, like with like shelves and baskets and all this stuff. Like they're going to keep building up, I think. Yeah, they've even got slogans now. I think one of the guys oh. told us to don't beat ourselves, treat ourselves. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really working on it. There's going to be like a whole social media push and flyers and all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, um, so so yeah, so that all happens. Um, we get to the uh, so we um, went to a we took a different train line this time, thinking we would avoid Lollapalooza bullshit. So we took the green line, which is a much less trafficked, um, you know, uh, uh, train line than the red line, which is what is normally like which ninety nine percent of people take. Um, so we took the green line and, uh, we got there and like, it actually was chill. Like there was like not too many people. Then of course, this is one of the drawbacks of taking a less popular train line is that we had to wait like fucking 20 minutes for a train. 
So, uh, and this this train line is like elevated. It's like up in the up in the air. So right below it is like a parking lot, and uh, we're standing there, and like more people are starting to mass on the platform, whatever. This is where the guy said like, "Oh, Goes, by the way, who sucks, fucking suck." Yep. Um, and he was standing right next to us waiting for the train. But uh, then I hear like some guy, um, from the below below the 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 stop is like a parking lot and there's just one random guy one lone guy walking and i hear him say something like he he must have said oakland sucks and like i turn around and i look at him and like i gave him like the little like hand wave like yep gotcha buddy and he like he pointed and like looked at me like we almost like waved it we almost acknowledged each other like he said like hey man you know good good moves out there or like nice hat or like you know whatever but we signified with each other even though he said like you know my team sucks um the whole time, I should say, too, we didn't really say this earlier, but when that guy said, like, look at this motherfucker wearing this hat, like, I wanted someone to kind of, like, kind of, you know, kind of pry at the issue or, or like, step to the issue. And, like, I wanted to say, like, hey, you know what? I don't give a shit about either of these teams, so the joke's on you. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that guy, like, yelled at me from the parking lot, and I, I said, like, that's an, that's an interesting move to, to yell at someone who's, like, you know, 40 feet in the air and like would have to walk half a block down, go downstairs and then walk another half block to get to you. Like it was just a, it's a pretty safe move I would say, but uh, I'm not yeah. really sure. Well also pointless too. Like, uh, like that guy was so far away from you um, and the A's are so bad and the white Sox are not much better than them. And like, it's like, who cares, dude? Um, what, like what he did and like the, the volume at which he had to yell at, it was just, it was totally not worth it. No, not at all. Um, it was pretty funny. It was. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, and, and also like he was by himself. It's like he, he wasn't even doing it to like entertain his friends or whatever. It was just, it was just really funny. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I was ready for it and like, I do really not care. So <laughs> sure. I mean, he's had as a cool hat. So like. Um, oh yeah it's cool yeah so anyway um so we get uh the train finally comes it sucks um like and then it like it stops past us and then we all had to like run to get on the last train which that means that that train is gonna be extra crowded um so it was it, it was a it was a crappy experience but it was not anywhere near as crappy as just taking the like a normal red line experience would have been like if you're not from chicago you just don't understand. I mean, the green line ain't no picnic either, but the red line just, it fucking, it's just, it sucks. I fucking hate the red line so much. Yes. I would do anything to avoid the red line. I've always felt this way, but definitely post-COVID, it's 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 bad. Sure. Uh, I mean, people are getting fucking stabbed and shit on there, you know, so, like, it's it's bad and, like, robbed and stuff. So, it's not, uh, yeah, it's not what you want to do. And so, we, we were on the green line, and, uh, it you know, it was not the best experience, but still better. Um we were both kind of like lamenting to each other, like, man, this is, this is brutal, you know? Um, but I did say to Jack, we were, we were coming through downtown at this point now. And I said to Jack, I'm like, well, you know, it is Lollapalooza. So all things considered, like it probably could have been worse. And what happened then, Jack? A million kids piled on the, on the green line. Um, yeah, we, we rolled up to the station, like this, this station, the, the, the train then just, like immediately rolls up to a station and there's hundreds of fucking suburbanite kids standing on the platform, just, just fucking out of their minds. And the train, everyone in the train let out a collective groan. We were like, yep. Ugh. 
Yep. And, and it was it was bad. When they, when they piled on, it was like uh, like something out of Mad Max or like the movie Noah's yeah. Ark uh, or whatever twenty that movie twenty twelve where like people are all trying to like pile into the ark. Um, yeah. That's what this was like. <laughs> so they all jam into the train at once, and then uh, this this girl who's like sort of in the front falls over and like blocks everybody else who's trying to get on but also like she gets trampled at the same time because yeah. the moment like there was too much momentum and like people couldn't stop going and it was insane it was insane and we like you know it, it happened so fast we didn't have time to react we were like we were kind of like back in you know they say when you get on the train they're like please move to the you know please fill in right uh, you know move away from the door so most more people can st- stand on so you're not just blocking a whole aisle you know, and like no one wants to do it because they don't want to get pinned into the uh, the back of the train. But no. like, you know, you do it because it's a fucking society and there's an agreement, you know, like amongst people in a civilization. Um, so we were doing like the right thing, like moving in and there was no time to react. We were still about like five, six stops away from where we needed to be. So we had time to get off. But, you know, I wouldn't have wanted to be pinned in with these fucking monsters. Um and so they, yeah, they fucking just like bum rush the fucking open door. And this girl, first of all, there was a woman inside of the train who got like uh, pushed in. But this girl, like the girl who was like first in line to get in the train, some st- stupid fucking kid like pushes from behind and like pushes her down. And then the fucking girl starts getting fucking trampled. And like if she didn't get up, like she seriously could have got like really trampled. Oh, yeah. And then like. Somehow she got up. I don't know if a friend pulled her up or she she finally got up, but she got up. And then all these fucking idiot suburban kids, like, rush the fucking uh, train. And, like, it's just fucking bedlam. Some of the kids, like, are sitting on top of on each other's laps. They're sitting in the aisles. They're pushing each other. At some point, the kids who are sitting down stand up and, and grab the bars and hang. they're hanging on it like, like animals and, like, <laughs> uh, just fucking, like, yelling and all this shit. The, the girl who got pushed, first of all, there was another girl behind her and she's like, oh, like, like Janie, you're bleeding. And it's like, and we live in the world of fucking, not just COVID, but fucking monkey pox. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, going to say you made a monkey pox reference. Yeah, I said I thought I was relatively, uh, you know, low risk for getting monkey pox. Um, <laughs> but, but then I, then I got on a train after Lollapalooza, you know, so like, yeah like this girl's fucking like bleeding and then like the one girl who got pushed talks like says to some guy she's like why did you push me billy or whatever and like he's like i didn't push you and she's like yeah you did it's like no i didn't and and he's like you tripped and she's like no i didn't like you pushed me and then she got she got like really mad oh yeah she's again getting in the face of this guy and like it seemed like there was gonna be like a fight like uh between these two girls and also the guy is a fucking what a fucking piece of shit like who fucking pushes a girl like what what the fuck is wrong with who pushes anybody but who fucking pushes a girl and then then fucking acts like he didn't do anything wrong it's like i hate to think what that guy's future is like but i feel like i have an idea and that's like a microcosm of it like what a fucking i'll take i'll take the fucking human trash vaping guy any day over (laughs) this fucking little twerp like i and you know you you go on the train sometimes and there's like kind of scary people who are like asking you for money or trying to sell you shit and it's like where were these people then like they should have like been like harassing these fucking kids but anyway it was just like it was uh it was um i don't know it was a it was an ugly scene and like i just wanted to i wanted to give uh, all those people the david bodie treatment 
but yeah, uh, without, without yeah, yeah, the old, yeah, the old Daniel Norris uh, special there, you know. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. Yeah, well, th- th- there was one one girl too. I don't know if you saw her. Um, she was she was right next to us, but she was she was at like the very end of the train, not not by a seat, but she just sat down on the floor and had her shoes off. Did you oh, see that girl? I didn't, even, I didn't see that she had her shoes off. I saw that okay. she sat on the floor. Yeah, yeah, she had she had her shoes off too. It's it's like you said, Jeremy. It was bedlam. Um, anything. Yeah, anything anything went. Um, luckily, it was all, it's all unnecessary too. It's like yeah. they, they, no one needed to bum rush the train. Nope. Like, you know, you could have just been civil. But that's the thing is, like, these kids are. I don't even want to know where these fucking kids are from. But they come into the city and like, just wreak havoc. And it's like, you know, you, you obviously they're kids. They they don't know any better. But like, it's like, I mean, not all kids act like that. But like. You know, you could just be a normal person. You don't have to act like a, a monster just because you're like out for the night at Lollapalooza. It's just, it was, it's really, it's, it's a bad look. And it's like, I like music. I like going to concerts, but like, I would sooner like fucking suck a tailpipe than be with these fucking people. Like, fuck, fuck all of them and their parents. Yeah, and and their parents for letting them go. Um, yeah. yeah, like typical teenagers though. Uh, after about 10 or 15 minutes, you know, so a couple of minutes before we actually were supposed to get off, they all got bored and just started looking at their phones. So <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was nice. Um, yeah, finally, uh, one bizarre, one last bizarre thing <laughs> as we got off the train. There was a group of four guys, uh, 20-something guys. Um, it was just four of them, and yeah. they all had on different Brett Favre jerseys. So one guy had yeah. a Packers jersey, one guy a Vikings, uh, one guy a Jets jersey, and one guy Favre's Pro Bowl jersey. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know where you would have gotten that. So um, yeah, we were Jeremy and I were just trying to figure out like what the plan, what these guys' plan was, and how they decided on it. Yeah, the Brett Favre four, as we called them, yep. and like it really is like mind-boggling. Like just to think through how that all happened, like and either way is just embarrassingly lame, lamer than the next. It's like either one guy owns all those jerseys, and he's like, hey guys, like. Why don't you each take one of my Brett Favre jerseys and it'll be really cool, like at Lollapalooza, or they all combined to like, uh, like each get a Brett Favre jersey, and you would assume it if that's the case they're Packers fans, and then but then why would you ever own a Vikings Brett Favre jersey? Um, yeah, you, you deny the existence of the fact that he was on other teams. Like if if you're a if if you're a Packers fan, that's a disgrace to you that he was ever on those other teams. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You hated. He was dead to you at that point. Yep. Um, uh, or like, um, they were all, or they're all like, they all happen to be like the ones a Vikings fan, ones a Jets fan, you know. And then there's, I assume the Pro Bowl jersey was uh, a Packers Pro Bowl five yeah. jersey, but like that seems like a very like long shot, like a very long shot. Um, and then like the only the the only like somewhat, um, acceptable excuse. But also the longest shot of all is that they're like all Brett Favre's kids, you know, um, you know. And then if that's the case, why are they riding the fucking green line coming right. from La Palooza? They should get a fucking helicopter out of there. But um, but yeah, it was just it was very weird to um, to, to to try to like piece it. like no ex no solution makes any sense. And like I think we even were like, um, you know, uh, bemoaning the fact that we didn't like ask them. Yep. What the what their deal was? It, it would have been fair to ask them. Mm, definitely, um, and, and yeah, I would have like, had the built-in yeah. excuse that like, "Hey guys, I'm from Wisconsin, so yeah, you know, grew up with Favre." Yeah, 
I uh, yeah, yeah, very weird. Very yeah, weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, you ever so, you ever see uh, you ever see that video? I don't even know if we ever talked about it on here, but the Jen Sturger Brett Favre video. I saw the picture. Or, or the, the, video? Just the just the audio of it, you know, where he's oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, go back to the hotel, just uh, just chill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then he invites her invites her to his place. Funny stuff, funny stuff. Brett Favre likes yeah. to chill. He just likes to chill after practice. Um, <laughs> I saw that that sad picture that he sent her too. Yeah, that is a that is a real sad one. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll never wear Crocs after uh, after that one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, that, that was about it for this one, though. Um, we are, uh, for the game, that is, uh, we are going to try to make it to another game next week. Like Jeremy alluded to, we're going to try to cross off another team. So we'll have that in the pipeline. Um, yeah. The uh, trade deadline is August 2nd, which is two days from now. Yeah, so yeah, when this drops, it, we'll try to get this out tomorrow, but it might actually be dropping on trade deadline day. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, I mean, we, we can say, I think, we we're going to see the Cubs versus the Nationals yeah. at Wrigley Field uh, on August 8th, I believe. Um, and so, you know, will, uh, will Wilson Contreras be there? Will Ian Happ be there? Will Juan Soto be there in the, in the, in the, um, in the lineup? I would, um, you know, considering our track record with Juan Soto and that we've never seen the Nats, you know, it would be a shame to, uh, to finally get it in, in play and then have Juan Soto be traded um yes i hope to god he doesn't go to the fucking cardinals um mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so uh we'll see we'll see where we're at um you know in a week from now but uh but yeah that trade deadline is looming so um you know it could be another rough ride for the cubs uh oh, yeah. cubs fans mm-hmm. yeah we'll see but uh but we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll catch you next time for that um oh yeah Please uh, follow us on social media at Rain Delay Pod on Twitter and inst- Instagram. Uh, RainDelayTheater.com is the website if you ever want to go there. Uh, SoundCloud is um, at Rain Delay Pod. Actually, it's Rain Delay Theater, the podcast, something like that. Just Google Rain Delay Theater and don't um, look for the one with our faces on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, that'll uh, do it for this time. So uh, for this episode of Rain Delay Theater, I am Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. We'll catch you next time. Good night.